0: beautiful morning I'd like to go straight into the word of God and I want to tell you that Jesus was on this planet and all he had was compassion and love for everyone around him and everywhere he went he healed the sick the blind got their sight back the lepers were healed In cases, some of them were even made whole. The lame walked. The paralyzed got up and picked up their mattresses. He fed the multitudes. He released people who were under oppressions. And he spread the good news of the kingdom of God. And don't believe me for saying it. I will give it to you from the Bible. From the book of Matthew, the 9th chapter, the 35th verse, it says, Jesus was going through all the cities and villages, was going through all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. And listen to this, seeing the people, he felt compassion for them. Because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd. Hallelujah. He healed people with every kind of disease and sickness, the Bible says. Every kind, every known kind possible at that time. Uh, You know, probably those people would have gone to doctors and physicians and there was no solution. But the Bible says he healed all and every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. And seeing the people, he felt compassion. I told you in the very beginning, Jesus had compassion. He was filled with compassion. Of course he will be. The Bible says God is love. And he was filled with compassion for the people because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd. You see, he came to be our shepherd. And he knew we were all lost. And he had compassion for all. And wait, what kind of compassion? Let me tell you, the kind that no one will have for. The kind that no one has, no one will have, or no one will ever have. That kind of compassion for you and me. To be willing to give up his life on a cross for you and me. That kind of love and that kind of compassion. And towards the end of his time here, spent on this planet, Jesus was with his disciples and he reveals to them the ultimate plan. He reveals to them what is going to happen, the plan that was set for all mankind. He decides to reveal to his disciples and he tells them from the book of Matthew, the 17th chapter, the 22nd verse onwards, he says, And while, and the Bible says, while they were eating, uh, I'm sorry, while they were gathering together in Galilee, Jesus said to them, the son of man is going to be delivered into the hands of men and they will kill him. And he will be raised on the third day. And the Bible says, and his disciples were deeply grieved. So they're together in Galilee and Jesus is with his disciples and he's telling them, the son of man is going to be delivered into the hands of men and they will kill him and He will be raised on the third day. The Word that became flesh and dwelt amongst us becomes a sacrifice for us all. The Word that was in the beginning through which everything known was made comes down to this planet in flesh and blood and gives up his life as a sacrifice for us all to redeem and save that which was lost. Beautiful Jesus, a glorious Lord, a wonderful saviour, the bright morning star, he came to this planet to become a sacrifice for you and me—that's it. That was his goal. And I want to tell you that when he was being handed over to his fate, and he's condemned, and you know, as the as the protocol goes, they take him in front of the governor, and his name is Pilate. And he says to Pilate when he's questioned about why he is being condemned by his people, and he tells them, and you hear this this morning. John the 18, chapter 36, verses. Jesus answered to Pilate saying, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would be fighting so that I would not be handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not of this realm. Oh, hallelujah. My kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is not of this realm. The only begotten, the one who is not from this realm, willing and obedient, took up the cross for you and me. He didn't need to do it. He chose to do it. believe this, this this beautiful morning, which is beautifully the first Sunday of this year in 2024. I want to tell you this morning that he didn't need to do it. He chose to do it for you and me. And the Bible even says that he was deeply grieved by what was about to happen because there is this time when he's with, uh, he takes four of his disciples and he goes to this garden of Gethsemane. And he leaves his disciples behind and he goes ahead to pray. And then, He falls flat on the ground because that's how difficult it was for him. And he says, my father, if it is possible. Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Oh, yet not as I will, but as you will. Oh, it was difficult, but I want to tell you, he loves you. This beautiful, beautiful morning, I want to tell you, he loves you so much that even though it was so difficult for him, he chose to give up his his life on a cross. He took the cross for you and me. And yes, he knew he was going to be raised on the third day, but it is a heavy price to pay. It is a heavy price to pay and his blood was going to be shed for you. And as I told you, this beautiful morning, which happens to be the first Sunday in the year 2024, you should know and mark this day that you know and go forward knowing that he gave up his life for you. And once you put your faith in him, in his name, in what he did on that cross for you, that he died and rose on the third day, let me tell you, aligned to the scriptures in the Bible, you are given the right to be called the children of the Most High. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You have been purchased by a priceless redemption. You've been purchased by the blood of the Most High. You've been purchased. You've been, God, go, go, go to the market and try and buy your groceries and everything has a price to it. And you'll know this morning that your price is priceless. You purchased and redeemed by the blood of the Most High, and He knew it. And yet He came down on this planet to give up His life and to shed His blood for you. Ephesians 2:13 says, But now in Christ Jesus. You who formerly were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, what a beautiful scripture. Ephesians 2.13. But now in Christ Jesus, you who formerly were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Revelations 22, 4 says, They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. Oh, hallelujah. Revelation 22, 4, I'm reading it again. It's so powerful. They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. Oh, hallelujah. This beautiful day, I'd like to leave you. With the vision that was revealed to John on the island of Patmos, where he was exiled. And for you to understand what that cross means, for you to understand what was the price that Jesus paid for you, for you to understand his blood. we re- We live in this realm, this planet. And as Jesus told Pilate, I'm not from this realm. And what Jesus has done on that cross, he's a ruler in all the realms. And you know that this morning. And I want to tell you, as I said, from the revelation revealed to John on the island when he was in Patmos, Revelation, the 7th chapter, the 13th verse onwards, it says, and John was shown some amazing things. Oh, he must have had a fabulous relationship with God. Of course, he had a fabulous relationship with God. But in the multitude of things that were shown to him, I'm reading directly from the word of God, from Revelation 7, the 13th verse, it says, And then one of the elders answered, saying to me, These, and you you pay attention to this this morning, these who are clothed in white robes, who are they? Where have they come from? So there's one of the elders in this beautiful vision that John is seeing, and the elders turns one of the elders turned to him and say, And I'm reading it again. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, These who are clothed in white robes, who are they? And where have they come from? And I said to him, Lord, you know. And this is for those of you who believe in Jesus and put your faith in him. The true lamb of God. The good shepherd. The only one who willingly gave up his life on a cross for you. And your promise on this realm until you reach the other as per God's plan. And this is for you. Revelation, the 7th chapter, the the 14th verse onwards now. And the elder said to me, these are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and they have washed their robes And made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Oh, hallelujah. And for this reason, they are before the throne of God. And they serve him day and night in his temple. And he sits on the throne. And he who sits on the throne spreads his tabernacle over them. And listen to this. Oh, you listen to this. They will hunger no longer, nor thirst anymore. Nor will the sun beat down on them. Nor any heat. For the Lamb is the center of the throne. Will be the shepherd. And he will guide them. To springs. Of the water of life. And God will wipe every tear from their eyes. Oh hallelujah. Oh hallelujah. For those of you who didn't understand this. You go back. And you read. Revelation, the 7th chapter, from the 13th verse onwards. And And let me tell you this beautiful morning. The scripture refers to those who put their faith in Jesus. And yes, I told you, it's a vision of another realm. But our realm, which is the planet, this land that we live on is governed by that realm. And that is a vision of that realm where it says... These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation. That means the ones who stu- stood by Jesus, stood by his name, stood by what he has done on that cross, hung on to it, no matter what came and went on this planet. And their robes are made white in the blood of the Lamb. And because of that, oh, because of that, and only just because you put your faith in the blood of the Lamb, You will hunger no longer, nor thirst, nor will the sun beat down on you. For the Lamb is the center of the throne, is their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of water of life, and God will wipe every tear from their eyes. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, this beautiful Sunday of the year 2024. Oh, ask Jesus to come into your life and change your destiny forever. And go back and meditate on Revelation 4, the 13th to the 17th verse. Dear Lord, I thank you for your wonderful, wonderful word, Lord. I thank you for your double-edged sword that does not go back until it has achieved what it has been set out for. Lord, I thank you for what you did on that cross. Oh, I thank you, Lord, for your body that was broken and your blood that was shed for us, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day that you've given us. I thank you, Lord, for changing our destiny, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that every realm sees who we are as your name is on our forehead, Lord. We give you glory and honor this beautiful morning. We join in the hosts, Lord, that sing, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And we thank you, Lord, for for this day that you've given us. We thank you that you watch over your word to perform it. Thank you for this beautiful day, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.